You are now listening to an all-new episode of Bubble Bath Stories with your hosts, Nikki Trends and Manny Oso. Oh, my oh, God. Whoa. You guys should see what Manny's beating me up over here. Yeah, well, I was trying to slap her to be awake, everybody. We're trying to get hype. You What's know, up, everyone? You know, because we're back. Back in action. Well, I think we were back last week, too. But we're back even more. <laughs> <laughs> we're more back than that government shutdown. But, but... Which is on its, what, 23rd day now? Oh, yep. my gosh. Wait, it's like four weeks. Four so weeks in two days. 30th day. Holy Thir- crap. Four weeks. Four weeks in. Listen, regardless how many days, it feels like forever right now. But let me let me tell you, it's bad for the federal workers. We're going to start feeling it soon. Like regular people who don't have regular anything people. to do with the no, government. People who don't, who think that they're not affected by the government at all. They're going to start feeling it soon, too. I know people are afraid because of TSA. A lot of people are concerned that... I'm glad we're not traveling right now. Yeah. Actually, you know what this government shutdown made me realize? What? There is really no such thing as job... Security? Job security. Yo, because that was always the type of job that people would tell you. Yeah, like our parents are always like, you should work for the city. Work Work for for the the government. Work for the government. And And now look at it. It looks like you and I are doing pretty good for not working for the government. As far as I'm concerned, (laughs) um, I mean, I guess they've been saying that they want to make sure that people get back pay for everything. And they haven't. But what good is that when you're in a society that lives paycheck to paycheck? 90% of of our society is paycheck to paycheck. So I have a question. So if they get paid, let's say this ends tomorrow, they get all their back pay. Wouldn't the taxes that's taken out be so much higher so they're not even getting what they really are owed? Well, so half of the shutdown was going on in December, part of the 2018 tax season. And now the other half is going on now during the 2019 tax season. And depending where you live after this last election, a lot of tax... Uh, a lot of tax, a lot of tax things were actually changed, so who knows? They might have to what what part of their pay gets affected by what? You know, there's uh there's new alimony laws in Florida. Uh, who knows what part of theirs is gonna get affected by what? You know, that's it's just crazy to think. I you know I never knew that the TSA like the government shutdown affected the TSA. And yeah, I, I didn't see, know that either. And like people are still traveling, but I would be super like. Super scared. You're not, first of all, you're probably doing a job you don't like anyway. Now you're not getting paid on top of it. And you still have to fucking come into work. Well, that's the problem right now because now they got the inspectors that they're forcing them to come in. The airline inspectors, uh, they're actually telling them they have to come into work. You can't go over and do any kind of, you can't use your sick pay. You have, you can't get use your personal days. You have to come in because they need the planes to be inspected. Right. And so stuff like that. And also, like, inspectors for, like, the food and health inspectors, you know. Oh, my God. You don't think think about about it. Exactly. And we already have salmonella outbreaks going on. And E. coli. And E. coli. Everything like that. So, if these guys are coming in, they already, I mean, let's, let's face it. Half the people out there don't like their job, even if it's a good job. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> so now I got to come in, now, I got to work, and I'm not getting paid? And I don't even like this job already? Fuck that. Listen, I think this is a time for everybody to follow their dreams. Because no one can tell you, you know, um, whatever you want to do, no one can say, well, there's no job security in it. Security in it. There's I mean, literally, this is just a sick example 
of how there's no such thing as job security unless you create it for yourself. But even if you're a business owner, you still run the risk of I mean, even going if you, out of business. Let's be honest. Even if you if you you can plan and plan all you want, uh, the people that first started suffering were the paycheck to paycheck people. Right. You know, it was right in the middle of the holiday season, so they yeah. had to choose what to do. After that, it was the people who were like, "Okay, I'm good right now. You know, I'll be okay. I'll be okay." Now people are dipping into their savings. Now people are dipping into the money they had on the side. You know, it's going on over a month now for this thing. If you could be good if you figured it out, you know, so you're not paycheck to paycheck. But, but after a yeah. month, you're feeling that. Yeah, I know. You know, true. You're, there's people who thought about uh, stuff like this that could happen and put money on the side. That money on the side is depleted. And now they're they need the money now. They got to get paid. I can't imagine the last time I got paid was two weeks before Christmas. Oh, it's so terrible! I can't even imagine. But on some lighter news, because we're not all about terrible news, guys. I want to give big ass props to Mr. Jimmy Fallon. Oh my God! Snaps, snaps. What's Raise going on with this guy? First he, of all, he's he's, the, he's always doing something funny. He's one something of the, great. Coolest white guys who could really be thrown into any cultural situation and just kind of still be himself. I saw him on The Breakfast Club, and he did such a great job. Yeah? It was... The chemistry between everybody was really dope. What is he doing right now? So, he is actually in Puerto Rico. What's he uh, doing a benefit? Um, Actually, he's doing his show out there. So, sometimes, like... um. Conan actually went to Cuba when we were first, like, allowed to visit, and he did a show out there for a week. So it's very common for late-night hosts to bring their shows to other places. So he is doing a show in Puerto Rico. The first night that he, um, I believe on the 15th, he was in Hamilton, and Lin-Manuel, Lin-Marin, what, what's his name? Lin-Manuel Miranda. Right. right? Oh, my God. Lin-Miranda Say that three times fast. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> and that guy. <laughs> Mr. Puerto Rico himself. Um, so they did this whole bit. So he was in Hamilton gear. He, they were singing a song that opened the show up. Um, and he's he's just taking his audience on tour of Puerto Rico, which is so dope. He did this one scene with Bad Bunny where it's just like a big-ass parade in the middle of, I think, Old San Juan. It's so fucking dope. And only Jimmy Fallon could really get away with it. Yeah, right? Nobody like, else could do that. so much fucking respect. And his audience... Like, he's just opening up a whole new audience to help, um, you know, the tourists... Uh, the tourist growth of Puerto Rico. And that I was mean, lost during the it, hurricane. It's something that they kind of need right now, right? Yeah. honestly. Um, they got to make up the money somehow because the, with the government shutdown, you know, FEMA's definitely not going to help out anything that's happened a year ago. Yeah. So this is just, mm-hmm. it's so dope. And he's using, you know, Puerto Rican artists to do musical bits and like all this stuff. And I, I'm just so happy it's him and it's not someone like dry and dusty. who. <laughs> so how lo- how much longer do you think he's going to keep it out there? Um, it's just for a week. It's usually just a week. Okay. But who knows what if this becomes like an annual thing. Like, this is just like dope. It's great. I gotta, I gotta check that out. I gotta make sure to check Yes, out definitely there. check that Bad Bunny um, video he does. It's so funny. It's like him, uh, Questlove, uh, Bad Bunny, and they're just walking through the streets. <laughs> it's 
awesome. It's such a great video. Check it out. Well, I mean, I've actually been checking out a few things too. Um, there's this new show, actually, I don't know if you had a chance to see it yet. It's called Tidying Up with Marie Kondo. Oh my god. I've been hearing so much about this lady on my this, feeds. This show started at the beginning of the month, but I, you know, I it kept showing up on my feed too. And I would always, you know, I would flip on to the next thing. Because I thought, that sounds weird. And then I just overheard somebody mentioning it. I thought, let me just give it a shot. You know, I had an extra an extra hour because this is an hour long show, so oh, it's not like you just sit there and be like, eh, whatever. what is it? A, what is it about exactly? So basically, she just travels to different people's homes, and so she's a um, she's an expert in organization. Uh, she has her uh, method that she uses um, of organizing things. It's called the. Uh, sorry about that. Um, yeah, well, she's got a method. It's called the Con Marie method, and it's basically no, it's where... named after her. <laughs> know, she's right? got her own method. <laughs> yeah, um, basically, uh, you put everything that you own in a pile, and you sift through each thing, holding it up. And if it doesn't spark joy, you throw it out. If it does, then you keep it. But it's really supposed to be about you know taking an inventory of everything that you have. So I know you and I we. We've done uh, the whole purging. Oh, my God. We've heard so, so many, many times. times. <laughs> yeah, so many times. And we always seem to still keep things around, you know? And so the whole thing behind her method is if it doesn't initially bring some type of joy, if you, like, all you can think about is, like, reasons why you got to keep it, other than, like, why, like, automatically you don't have to explain why you love it, then you just get rid of it. Because... If you don't have, if you're not appreciating, you can't appreciate everything when you have so much of it, is the thing. Mm. So when you have a few things, you're more likely to appreciate those things. And she starts each one of her consultations with uh, that they have to kneel down and thank the house for protecting oh, them okay. and stuff. So it's about appreciate. It's about yeah, you do. When you get home, you're like, "Hello, home. <laughs> Hello, we're back." <laughs> um, you know, like, yeah, the house welcomes you, right? Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it really comes down to uh, appreciating what you have, um, because you shouldn't have excess, and it makes sense because out in out out there, society is about less excess, you know. Um, so I don't know. I was watching it, and these couples. They were giving their examples of like how how they just I've seen hoarders, and when you watch the show, a show like Hoarders, all you think about is like, oh, what's wrong with these people? <laughs> but it's easy. But you watch a show like this, it's easy to see how that happens. And you're like, man, am I a hoarder? <laughs> I, I feel so bad for them because. You know, oh my God, same thing with me. Things just get out of hand. Oh my God, I hate washing dishes too. <laughs> well, here's the thing about those shows that kind of like I'm always very doubtful of. Yeah. Is because they always show people who live in houses. And my thing is, I can't relate to that. Oh, I'm so sad. You got five rooms. You got all this extra space. You don't, You can't keep it organized. Try living in new york city in a one bedroom with one closet well i haven't i haven't seen it yet but there's supposed to be an episode of a family that had a downsize from a house to a small apartment okay then maybe i could get with that but i just can't get with these fuckers who live in homes and like can't keep organized when you have like a million closets i have one closet 
Manny and I share one closet. So, so is that relatable? It's not relatable. Like that commercial, about, like, like that commercial for the uh, workout equipment, right? For the yes, what is up with that? Could could you just air that out real quick? All right, I'm gonna air this out. So, me and Manny were watching TV, and they were giving the, this like workout um, commercial for a bike or something like that. And all the people that were working out were in these high-rise buildings or these, like, beautiful homes. And I kept thinking, who the fuck are they marketing to? Like, I am a poor person. Why am I watching... Why is this commercial... Like, why am I watching this commercial? Like, shouldn't Hulu know that I am poor? There's, like, seven people on our account. Why are you showing me this? this like, where am I putting this bike? <laughs> it makes me almost feel bad It's what it does. Yeah, because, you know, they do listen to what we're saying, so they already know what we're talking about. How do they not know that we're never mentioning anything remotely to wanting to purchase a in a, a mechanic like that. Yeah. <laughs> a, a it's absolutely like that. terrible. I don't know. I'll check out the show. Maybe I'll watch the apartment one first. Well, I mean, yeah. Um, it's something definitely I would suggest if you're thumbing through things, check it out. It's worth watching. Um, it's pretty entertaining. To uh, see people get into how people get into these situations, yeah. their explanations, you know. Well, talk about getting rid of things you don't need. <laughs> so we, I came across this thing. I think Manny had posted about Chris Pratt. If you don't know who he is, he plays Star Lord, and he once upon a time was married to Anna Faris, who was in all the scary movie movies. Um. So he just recently got engaged to Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter. Yeah. Which is probably like a dream come true to him that Arnold Schwarzenegger is going to be his father-in-law. Super random to hear, <laughs> yeah, by right? the way. Who the heck even knew <laughs> that Chris Pratt was dating Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter? And she's young, and apparently they, you know, they're very into faith, and, and that's what really connected them. What I think is so dope is that Anna Ferris commented on Chris Pratt's picture and said, oh my God, congratulations to you both. And I not once thought, oh my gosh, she's so shady. I think she's like genuinely just like, I'm so happy for him. Because you love these stories where it, the ex gets the ex with somebody else. Right. So like The Rock, when he, him and his wife divorced, yeah. his wife got remarried to a dude that he introduced her to. It just is such a positive spin on it. Like, when you hear about people, especially in Hollywood, when people break yeah. up, it's so messy and you're just, it's so much accusations and rumors. But when you genuinely, like Bruce Willis and Demi Moore. Yeah. Like, I'm sure they're best friends. They're always with each other for their kids. No, they're at every they event. They have a great relationship from what I hear. Such a great relationship. Um, Scott and Courtney, mm -hmm. Courtney Kardashian. All right. Like, legit was vacationing with his new chick. Yeah. They're all three of them with all the kids and just hanging out with his new young thing. And she's just like, whatever. Like, that is such a dope image to see because I come from divorce parents who are not friends with each other. Yeah, right. They do like, not it's even, not something you see at they, all. They don't even breathe the same air. Like, like when you see situations like that, you wonder if the kids tell other kids, like, what's wrong with your parents? My parents get along with each other and they're divorced. Yeah. So it's just such a positive experience. And I think it's just also gives a positive um, message when it comes to relationships and how like it doesn't have to be massive because they had a kid me. together too. Anna they Paris. did have they did have a kid together, and you know she's dating someone too. So I feel like maybe I guess when you're in a happy place, you can be happy with others. 
I guess so, right? I don't know. Do you think, um, I don't know, you have exes. Do you think that you would be able to be friends with any of your exes? Or do you think, think, like, having kids is what really... I think I've got some, I think I've got some concubines I could be friends with. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's how you, wow. I don't think they want to be friends with you. That's terrible. Uh, I mean... I do have an ex. Because Mindy Kaling is actually friends with BJ Novak. Yeah, like they used to date. date. And now they they write together. They used to write. Yeah, they're on projects on each other all the time. Best friends. And they used to date. And they don't have kids with each other. Nothing like that. So, I don't know. Like, I know a lot of people feel like an ex is an ex for a reason. And bye. But I feel like if you guys had a good relationship and you're on the same page... Jeez, I hope we stay right. friends. I know. Let's shake at it. I know, right? Otherwise, the show will suffer. <laughs> oh, yeah. We can't you know just, what? like, turn in hoes. <laughs> you know what out. I think is uh, the most interesting thing about uh, that engagement? Is that Star-Lord will now be the son-in-law to Conan the Barbarian. And if you're a nerd out there, you know that is actually basically something that's getting lifted right off the comics and being put right into real life. Wait, are they connected somehow? No, they're not connected somehow, but that's just funny to think about. (laughs) Why are we... No, that's... That's just something something based on the way they made this character, Star-Lord, as, like, a womanizer and as, like, gets gets laid on all planets everywhere he adventures. It's just something that would happen to him. He would go to some planet... And meet Conan. And meet a barbarian king (laughs) and bed his daughter. (laughs) Oh my god, you're right. That does sound like a movie I wouldn't watch, by the way. It sounds terrible. I'm pretty sure there's a version out on Right. It sounds like it might have happened. But I think that's pretty interesting. Um, being a nerd myself, uh, I don't know if you guys know, but I have a new podcast that we're doing for a limited <gasps> time where we nerd out a lot about this you uh, podcast stuff. without me. No, because you're involved as well. Yeah, my you're right. Here too. <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> Let, let me put the producer hat on. Well, tell the folks a little bit about your uh, limited edition podcast. Limited series podcast named Into the Marvel. And what we are doing with a couple of buddies of mine who are a little experts in their fields, we're going over different details and thoughts and um, uh, what we think about basically all the movies. We're doing them in order up to when it leads up to the end, to end game the premiere and see what we think and see what happens and see where the connections really are. It's a little fun thing that we're doing on the side. And if you guys have a chance, go ahead and check it out. Uh, it's available everywhere that bubble bath stories is available into the Marvel. It's definitely, I will say this. It's definitely, if you don't know about Marvel or you're just kind of watching the movies and you don't understand why, um, for instance, Spider-Man is coming out with a new movie. And I bet you're like, mm, how the fuck is Spider-Man coming out with a new movie? I saw him dissolve into did, did dust. Did just die? Yeah. We'll go over that as well. So it's, I, it's like a cliff notes. It's actually yeah. kind of cool. It's also fun to see these four grown men nerd out like kids. So <laughs> it's actually quite adorable. Hey, come but on. You, guys, you know what? Let's face it. You're going to watch all the movies at some point between the three months of this movie coming out. So you might as well know what's going on. So may as well just go over it, you know? (laughs) Well, look at that. So we got Into the Marvel that you guys should definitely be checking out. And you have us on Bubble Bath. We are like slowly invading all of the podcasts. So check us all out. So you can definitely check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Bubble Bath Stories. 
And check the podcast out. It's, uh, you can check it out on all the platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. It's Into the Marvel. Um, but you can also see me on Instagram at Got No Time for This, where I'll be posting different things as well. And you can find me at Nikki Trends on IG. And wow, this is another successful second week of January. Oh, what up? So I just hope that everything works out well for these uh, furloughed employees. And I hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to us. And please let us know what you guys think. Uh, leave us some comments. Leave us comments because we're going to leave you. Bye. Bye.